listening to the Nonstop Mom podcast, where you'll gain scriptural insight that will help you effectively raise next generation leaders. Here's your host, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Hey, ladies, welcome back to Nonstop Mom. This is Carolyn Shuttlesworth. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I appreciate the encouraging words that you send out, the support, listening, sharing, being part of this group. It really means a lot. Um, And so, you know, continue to reach out to me if uh, you have any questions or you have topic ideas or something you want to hear, want me to pray for you. Feel free to reach me. Instagram, it's my name, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. On Facebook, it's Nonstop Mom. Make sure that you like the page, but not only like the page, go to the top and click join group because within there, I've got a lot of special things that I do. That's where I do my Facebook lives when I jump on. That's where I post gift certificates for you ladies. If I, you know, want to bless you and send you out to get coffee or treat or just anything like that. So make sure you're a part of the group so you don't miss out on the secret stuff, the goodies. (laughs) Anyway, um, but anyway, thanks again for joining me. This week, I am going to pretty much encourage you. I got some Bible verses for you. Not really going to preach at you, but I really want to encourage you because I know right now, um, in this now moment, a lot of things have changed for everybody. Uh, We are now juggling and handling roles that we never thought maybe that we would be in that position to. And I just wanted to give you a word of encouragement because, you know, a lot of people in society tell us, you know, you uh, can't handle everything, you can't do everything, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And I just wanted to flip, flip the rules here around, flip those things because that's absolutely not true. God has equipped us to do everything, everything with excellence, everything when times are switched. He's called us to do it. We just got to tap into it and figure out, uh, what he says about it, how I can do it, how I can approach it. Uh, Everyone's different. Everyone has different temperaments. And so I just want to send out this encouragement to you that um, even though right now you're doing stuff that you're not familiar with, I know uh, pretty much everyone has to homeschool right now. And so we've got thrown into that. And so that's what I want to encourage you about today uh, is with the homeschooling and doing things you've never done before at home. So let's get into this. I know right now it's a difficult time um, within things like that. I'm not saying difficult any other way because as a Christian, we live above the crisis. So we have to remember that. So when I say difficult time, I am not saying, you know, we've got to go through the storm to get out better. We've got to go through something bad to become better. Uh, That is not what I mean by difficult time. I just mean times have changed for us uh, and our roles. You know, a lot of moms that didn't homeschool before and whereas in the working place all the time has now come home and has um, switched their role. So that is a little bit of a difficult time, but it's not an impossible time. It's not a time that we have to uh, become bald over. <laughs> it's not a time that we have to be stressed. It's not a time we have to feel overwhelmed. It's just knowing that season what the Lord says about it, how I can handle it, and how I can do it. And he's equipped us with all of that. Uh, The Bible is literally, when I say this, and I know a lot of you have um, been listening to me, and it's one thing I say on the broadcast that I do with my husband, one thing I say in a lot of my podcasts, things I write, is that the Bible is 
life's manual. We will miss out on things that are owed to us. We will miss out on how to do things. We will miss out on how to handle things if we never get into the Word of God. And so that is a thing I highly recommend. And now, with more time than ever, take this opportunity to get in a routine so when you do go back to the busy lifestyle of being in the workforce, of being out and about sports, carpooling, you know, anything that's taking you away from some downtime at home, you're already in the swing of things that now you're going to fit everything else in around your time with God. So that's what we have to do. Take this time, use it for good, and let's get into the Word of God and and know what it says. So let's get into it. Let's figure out what we're supposed to have as the mind of Christ, how we can do all things, how he's equipped us. Um, I know everyone that is a parent now is being forced to homeschooling. Like I said, you know, I never planned on homeschooling. So I am a homeschool mom speaking to you, but um, I never planned on it. It was something I never said I wanted to do. It wasn't until my oldest one, who is now 10, Madeline, uh, got into the age of, of time to start school. And my husband and I, you're new to listening to me, my husband and I are evangelists and travel. My husband travels and preaches. And so in order for us to do ministry as a family, I decided to homeschool to keep us together. It it works for us. It's what the Lord has called me to do. It's what the Lord wants us to do. Um, and so that is something that I have been doing since Maddie was five, you know, whenever she started kindergarten. And so she's in fifth grade now. So I've been doing it for a while. I now have Brooklyn, my middle one. This is her second year of homeschooling. She's in first grade. So I have been doing this for a few years. But I, I want to tell you is I never... It was never a dream of mine. It was never something I desired to do. It was never something um, I thought I was ever going to do. So for me, I also had to switch my mindset. I also had to think to myself, man, this is like uncharted territory. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, how to do it, what it's supposed to look like. Uh, You talk about like going into the unknown here. Uh, that's like the, you know, anyone who's got little kids who watches Elsa in this song, Into the Unknown. I don't sing, as you can tell. But it's like that. It's like literally stepping into the unknown, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And that's the same with our faith. Side note is faith will take us into uh, things that we don't see yet. But we have to take that step and move forward, knowing that it was an instruction by God, knowing that we had the okay, knowing we had the peace. I went forward with it, not knowing how it was going to look. I never even felt qualified. Okay, I never even felt qualified. Qualified to teach my kids to read, qualified to teach them math, qualified to teach all these things because I was never super confident in school. I was never a straight, like straight A, super on a roll, AP classes. I wasn't stupid. I mean, I got good grades. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I was not that valid Victorian. And so I, I had to, like, pep talk myself into doing this because I really felt unqualified. But I knew it was the direction God was leading our family. And I was a big part of that because I was going to be the teacher. So I had never planned on homeschooling. And a lot of you listening right now have never or was ever going to <laughs> homeschool. But now you're thrown into it. And so... 
I want to give you a few verses because along with with being thrown into something that you uh, didn't see coming or something that feels new, we can almost be like, I can't even do this. It was never in my plan. That's why we have to like get my out of our vocabulary because being filled with the Holy Spirit, he's our leader, our guider, our, our, our guider, our guide. And so we have to be able to switch when things switch and, and trust him and know that where it's leading us, where he's leading us, that we're going to be okay. And so supernatural wisdom is going to come to all of you in this time while your kids are home with you and stepping into a role that you're not familiar with or qualified for, he's going to fill in the gap. He's going to help you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. Um, if you go over with me in Deuteronomy 29, 29, um, I actually have the ESV version for this verse that I was looking up. And um, it says, the secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So we have to remember that when he reveals his secrets, we have access to his thoughts and ways which are higher. Okay, we have access to his thoughts. And in a moment, I'm going to talk to you about having the mind of Christ to tie that in. Because if we have access to his thoughts and his ways, shouldn't we know what the heck we're doing? Right? We don't really have an excuse. We can't really get out of it with an excuse when the Bible says that, you know, he will reveal his secrets and we have access to his thoughts and his ways, which are higher. If you go to Isaiah 48, 17, it says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you in the way you should go. So right now, many of you who could feel like you're a fish out of water and it's like, what am I doing? My schedule is different. How do I handle this? I've got to have it a certain way. Don't even let that stuff stress you out or overwhelm you. The Lord says, I will teach you to profit. I will teach you to profit. Who leads you and the way you should go. So he's going to teach you to profit. He's going to teach your children to profit. And he's going to lead you guys in the way you should go. And so when I brought up to you um, uh, in Deuteronomy 29 and, and in Isaiah, talking about having his thoughts, his thoughts would be having the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is so important. One, we're made in his image, okay? So, you know, I could get into a whole lot of things about our body and, you know, what we're redeemed from and made in his image and how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to take care of things. Save that for another time. But having the mind of Christ is one of them. We have the mind of Christ. Holy Spirit is our guide. Have the mind of Christ. So we are already set up to be victorious. We're not set up to fail. He doesn't, he doesn't like dangle. We're not a rabbit with like a stick over us dangling a carrot and we're just trying to get it. And once in a while, boop, he pulls the carrot up and then we can't get it. Okay, we're going to try again. You failed. Okay, here you go. No, we don't have to fail ever. Uh, go with me to John 14, 26. And this time I am in the amplified version. It says, 
I just liked it because it listed out a whole bunch of things as the helper. But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengther, standby, the Holy Spirit. Man, listen to all those titles. We don't have to go see people. We don't have to be Christians in therapy. We don't have to be Christians seeking counsel from outside the word of God. We don't have to. Um, And I don't mean like counsel, like, you know, you don't ever go to your pastor or anything, but we don't have to be spending our money on seeking help from laying on a couch, talking our woes to somebody when we have the Holy Spirit filled up inside of us, leading and guiding us. So I'll read the beginning of that again, John 14, 26. But the help, helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengther, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. That's the best part. I love the bottom of this verse. He will teach you all things and will help you remember everything that I have told you. Teach you all all things. So you may not feel qualified. You may not feel like you are, you know, you're in uncharted territory. What the heck am I doing? But he will teach you all things. You can pop in that role now as a school teacher to your kids. You can be that person. He's created you to be all things to your family. When the time arises, some of you listening to me were not originally homeschool moms, but now, like I said, you're in that role. He's created you to be all things to your children. And sometimes that role has to switch and like it was forced upon you right now, switched, but that's okay. This is how we're supposed to look at it, ladies. Proverbs 31. This was coming to me when I was thinking of, you know, being thrown into uh, this mix of having to uh, do something that like we're unfamiliar with. But in Proverbs 31, 25 through 26, reading out of the New Living Translation, she is clothed with what? Strength and dignity. So you guys are strong. You guys are built for this, okay? And she laughs without fear of the future. No fear, no fear can come near her. She laughs at it. She's full of joy. She doesn't care what is going on around her. She doesn't care. She's full of joy and laughs at fear, laughs at it. So whatever's happening around you right now, whatever you feel like you're not qualified in, whatever, you know, you feel like what's going on with the economy, what's going on with this virus, what's going on, what's going on. We don't have to say what's going on. We know what the word of God says about the children of God. And we laugh, we laugh without fear of the future because things are not going to go bad for us. They're only going to get better for the child of God, better until he returns to get us. And verse 26, when she speaks, remember, ladies, I'm going to say this verse and I'm going to talk to you about it. When she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instruction with kindness. One of the things I have learned the most with homeschooling is I don't have 
to make an entire schoolroom for my kids. Though it's fun, yes, I do have some posters up on the wall. Yes, they have desks. Yes, we do things. But a lot of times I have run into uh, homeschooling parents that are a little on the grumpy side. But you have to realize there is joy in teaching your child everything, not just the Word of God. It's a joy and a privilege to teach your kids. And you can't speak with words that are wise and give instruction with kindness if you're crabby, if you're in a bad mood, if you're stressed, if you're overwhelmed. And you could say, yes, Carolyn, I understand. But listen, my kids won't listen to me. They won't sit still. They won't learn from me. They, they, they you know, drag out the mornings. They want to sleep in. They don't want to, you know, this is all new for them, too. So we got to lighten up a little bit. Don't feel like you got to jump into, you know, let's do this. We got to start at 830 because that's when you started school and make sure you have every single thing done. All right. Work as a goal to have everything done. But realize if you just don't, it's really not the end of the world. And just shut it down. Just shut it down. For instance, my first grader, you know, It's a lot learning reading and your phonics and learning how to spell and spelling words. And there are some days, you know, and with math and everything, where she's just like busting it out. Bam. All right, mom, let's do the next one. All right. And then there are days where she is just, and this is Brooklyn, anyone knows her, you know, giggling her way through the day. We're looking out the window. We're distracted. We're talking. um, You know, and then it's this like, why? Why am I going to make this um, unenjoyable for the both of us? What's the point of me yelling at her to finish the last page of math right now? We can just pick it up tomorrow. It's not the end of the world. She's not going to be super behind. And I've learned to pick and choose my battles in school. So you ladies who are new to this homeschooling thing, don't stress everybody out. Don't stress the kids out. Don't stress yourself out. Learn during this time why things seem to be changing around you to keep the peace in your home. There is nothing like supernatural peace, a peace so thick that when people are around you, they notice it. My husband and I work hard to keep that in our home, hard. We don't allow chaos and um, fighting and and I mean, even with the kids, and I always tell them, listen, I understand your siblings. I understand everyone is annoying at times. I get it. Um, I understand siblings fight. But, you know, when I feel like it's been too much now, then that's when I lay down it and tell them, you know, listen, I am not feeling joy. I am not feeling peace in this house. And we're going to cut it out now because that is not how we're going to live. We're not going to be uptight at each other's throats, snippy. So keep the peace. Finishing the page of math or spelling or whatever, a project, have some downtime, come back and do it at night. But just know, like, keeping your peace is more precious than finishing that page in school. So for you who are new to the homeschooling, I mean, I'm not even new to the homeschooling game, and that's what I do. I would rather keep my peace and come back to have something done, then yell, be mad, say things I don't mean, over what? Math problems, over what? Grammar page, over what? 
writing a report. Just keep the peace in your home because right now, while the world is in turmoil, while everything seems to be spiraling out of control out there, why people are so scared to even leave their house, who can't shop without a mask and gloves and 19 bottles of Lysol and hand sanitizer, what is it going to be in your home? What is it going to be under your roof, within your four walls? Remember, ladies, you set the tone for the home life. Set it for the kids. Set it for yourself. You know, if you're married, set it for your husband. Do not let the life right now of being unfamiliar or feeling unqualified change the peace in your home, change your joy, change your attitude. Just learn in this season that, you know, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us, the comforter, our counselor, our intercessor, all of the above to tell us. And teach us all things so we can do it, so we can be qualified. Don't feel like you have to have, you know, I had someone write me the other day saying, you know, I don't really have Wi-Fi due to financial situations. I'm not sure what school's going to send home or what we're going to do. Like, what am I going to do for my kids? You know, my suggestion to them was, hey, listen, relax. Take a few bucks, go to Walmart, grab a few of their school, like in their um, book section in Walmart, Grab a few of those, you know, lesson books that they have for grades. Keep them busy with a few things since you can't print anything off at home. And just love on them. Spend time with them. Speak into your kids' lives. You know, right now, we are a representation of Christ to them. Right now, we are all they've got because of the social distancing that's out there. Be a major voice in their life right now. Take this opportunity to go at it with teaching them the things of God, to teaching them stuff. This is prime time to be your kid's best teacher in all areas. So you are qualified for this. Don't dumb yourself down. You have the mind of Christ. You can do all things, all things. You know, we've repeated that verse so much growing up. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And then we come across one uh, learning, you know, hindrance or one anything. And we forget that the verse says all things. All things mean all things. So ladies, you've got this. I have a few declarations that I want you to say or write down. Um during this broadcast and it's something that declaring to the Lord because our confession is everything our confession are seeds that go out into the future and we get pulled into them so you want to speak right over your kids you want to speak right over your life you want to speak right over your husband you want to speak right over your family there are seeds going forth that are waiting for you in the future. As you walk forward on the path that God's created, those seeds are bringing forth life to what you want. So one of them say, you, Jesus, you give me wisdom to lead and teach my children. Right? You give me wisdom to lead and teach my children. Number two, I will stay in your presence and I won't get anxious or overwhelmed in my parenting, okay? 
Stay in his presence. The Bible says in Psalms, in his presence is fullness of joy. If you stay in there, joy, supernatural joy, will ooze out of you and fall into your home life, fall into your family, fall over your kids. Number three, I will not compare myself to other parents. Jesus has equipped me to handle the children he gave me. Don't look at people's Instagrams. Don't look at people's Facebooks. You know, whatever they have set up, whatever they're doing, great. God's give them that idea for their kids and their family. Your kids are not missing out because you do something different. Absolutely not. They are not missing out because you do something different with them. You are a wonderful, wonderful parent. So number four, I find joy in my role as a parent. Make a decision every day. Say, I find joy in my role. I understand my kids are going to be hard-headed sometimes. I understand something might come up. I understand discipline may happen. But I find joy in my role as a parent. Sometimes we have to do hard things, but it doesn't mean they're the wrong thing. It's hard to spank my kids. It's hard to spank my son. How to do it this morning before 10 a.m. It was hard because I love him and he's sweet, but he needed it. But I want to find joy in my role as a parent. And if I have obnoxious kids running around, I won't want to be with them. I won't find joy in my parenting because I'm not doing what the word of God says. And that says to train your children and the way they will go and they won't depart. Proverbs 22, 6. I need to train them to listen to my voice. Train them to hear, to hear the word of God. So train them and you can enjoy your children later. The last one, I declare my children are strong, smart, and set apart. That is the theme for Miracle Word Kids. Uh, that is a ministry that my children and my husband and I have uh, started at the end of last year in November. If you're new to this and you don't know what it is, because I have people uh, new every day, it's miraclewordkids.com. And we've got videos for your children. We've got activity sheets. We have a Bible reading mission that we do every month for all ages. Uh, introductions we write onto why we're doing it for this this book of the Bible, what the importance is. So make sure you check it out. But we also have uh, merchandise for your kids. And our theme is strong, smart, and set apart. Why? Because we went off Luke 2.40, and it talks about how Jesus grew in those things. As he got older, he grew in wisdom and stature and knowledge. So you have to and power. So you have to teach your kids that they are strong, smart, and set apart for this purpose in these last days. So quickly, I'll read them one more time. One, you give me wisdom to lead and teach my children. Two, I will stay in your presence and won't get anxious or overwhelmed in my parenting. Three, I will not compare myself to other parents. Jesus has equipped me to handle the children he gave me. Four, I find joy in my role as a parent. And five, I declare my children are strong, smart, and set apart. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you for taking time to um, 
be with me, taking time to listen, taking time to share. I appreciate you guys sharing. Make sure you share it. Tag me and then I can show other women who's listening and we can, you know, create that community of strong, bold, full of the Holy Spirit, full of joy, full of strength. We should look different than everyone else. Not when we're outside, we look stressed and raggedy and exhausted and fed up with being a parent. Absolutely not. He give, has given us uh, the role to do it, the strength, the mind of Christ. He's told us the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. We're clothed in strength. We uh, laugh without fear of the future. We're full of joy. Um, we're full of wisdom. We give our instructions with kindness and love. We can be all of that. It's not too far-fetched. Just remember, it's not out of your grasp, but we all have to work on something. We all have to take into responsibility and work on it. So thank you so much for joining me this week. I truly love and appreciate you all. Uh, You guys encourage me so much with the messages and with the things you send. I love, love to hear from you. So make sure um, you get a hold of me on all avenues. I'm on them all. And I will talk to you next week. And have fun teaching.